Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today we've got a really, really, really special interview. This interview happened about a week ago in Kanab, Utah, with Jenna DePire, one of the founders of the Best Friends Animal Sanctuary. And if you've never heard of the sanctuary, Google it, look it up. It is a special place. This interview took place on site on top of a rock overlooking an amazing canyon. I encourage you to jump over to our YouTube channel and watch the video of it. There's a lot of great video, not only of this interview, but also the wonderful cats in the sanctuary and cat world. It's it's just a lot of fun. So please excuse some background wind noise that you're hearing in this and things like that. Um, but I think you're going to love it. So here we go. Hi, everybody. Molly with Cat Behavior Solutions, Cat Talk Radio here, coming to you today from a little slice of heaven. We're at Best Friends Animal Sanctuary in Kanab, Utah, here with one of the founders, Jonna DePire. Hi, Jonna. Hi, Molly. Tell us how you guys came about getting 135 acres. Is that right? No, just under 6,000. 6,000 acres. acres. <laughs> okay. Of absolute heaven. I mean, look at this canyon that the sanctuary overlooks. The amazing work they do here. How did that come to be? Well, we had a big group of us that said one day, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had a place in the middle of nowhere, we could bring all the animals that needed saving. And... That was back at the time when 17 million animals were being killed every year in wow. our shelters in America. And so there was a serious problem that we wanted to be part of the solution. So we had a few friends who had a small ranch in Arizona and had started rescuing animals from the local shelter that were going to get killed and bringing them to the ranch. And by that time, we thought, well, we need a bigger place. This is, we're getting, we had about 200 animals, and we need a bigger place that we can keep them and find homes for them. And so we found this canyon, which was for sale in Utah. And none of us were from Utah, but to get a large piece of land that was affordable, and this was in 1984, wow. was difficult unless you were out west somewhere. So we found this place and we thought, this is absolutely gorgeous. It was available, it was affordable, but there was nothing here. And so we were like, well, do we really want to? You know, we're not builders, we're city people. We don't know what to do with this. Um, but eventually we decided to go for it. So we bought the property, there was nothing here, no roads, no utilities, no buildings. Wow. And just started, moved the 200 animals from Arizona here and just started creating the sanctuary. Wow. 
tell you now, Donna, when I was here last decades ago, um, it was more of a sanctuary at the time. There were, there were lots of cats. I remember going into the neurological cat room and just falling in love and, and, um, and those cats and the animals here, it was a true sanctuary. They were here to live out the rest of their lives. They, you weren't doing much adoptions, and that certainly has, a, has evolved and changed over the years. And, and now people can come and not only vacation in this the amazing, amazing place and stay on site and stay at the roadhouse like we're doing and bring your own animals, but you can also come and adopt animals, right? Absolutely. So it has changed here over the years as the whole animal welfare world has changed over the years. So at the beginning, you're absolutely right. It was like, come and stay here. You can stay as long as you want. You know, this is your home. And then when we got more in touch with what was going on in the rest of the country and we realized how great the need was, it was like, if we do that, we block up the flow and we can't take any more. Yeah. So it's great for the animals here, but it's not great for the animals that need to be here. So we started really putting more attention on getting them back out again, doing what we can. And it still is a real sanctuary for those who really need to be here. Mm -hmm. And we do have some dogs who probably will never leave just because the severity of what's happened to them before. And we, we never say never because... People can come That's along right. and you get the ideal match. And we do get a lot of volunteers who come uh, without the intention of adopting. And some animal just says, I want you. <laughs> and they end up taking that animal home with them. Yeah. So that's always an option for all of our animals. Yeah. And the volunteering, when I was here last, it was amazing. We came and stayed in this beautiful, beautiful place. And for a week, and volunteered at Cat World, so did all the cat care and stuff, and it, it was it was amazing. It, it by far was one of the best vacations I've I've ever had. So it's fun to get to come out and and catch up and see it again in this amazing space this many years later. You know, it's been twenty five thirty years since since I've been out here last. Sad sad to say, I've spoken at a couple of the conferences, but haven't actually been on site in way too long. It was always one of my favorite vacation spots, and one of the things I I notice ab about is about the place is the amazing amount of infrastructure that's that's been added. We're right now here below. Angels overlook, and there's a labyrinth, and there's these beautiful benches and areas to take in this breathtaking spot. So, what's what's next for innovation and expansion out here? Well, the sanctuary. When I mentioned that when we started, there was nothing here, and so the facilities we put up for the animals, for the cats and dogs, were ones that we built ourselves, and they were pretty rudimentary. And we said, we made a promise to the animals that one day we're going to have beautiful places for you to live. And for now, we can keep you alive. Beyond that, we'll improve it as the years go on. So we spent the last almost 40 years doing that and building new facilities and improving. And as we learn, the facilities keep changing. So we're just about to, well, we have just opened um, our Shipley dog lodges for dogs with behavioral channel 
Oh, nice. And it's three buildings, and they're specially designed so we can help train and take the dogs that make them adoptable. Find, yeah. you know, find the, sometimes it's little things like they won't get in a car. So how are you going to get them to a home? Mm-hmm. Or it might be jumpy mouthy, or it could be other things that are easily fixable. Uh, but you need the time and the expertise to do that. So these buildings were designed just to do that. So that's yeah. our latest thing that's happening for the dogs at the sanctuary. But since you've been here, <laughs> I was going to say a lot has changed. So yes. we have 11 cat buildings. Yes, that's amazing. And I think when I was here, there was a few of the octagon shaped buildings at the at the time yes in the cat area so yeah at the very beginning it was it was chicken wire and, yeah and little boxes for the cats to be <laughs> in so you know um, a lot has changed since then yeah which is fabulous and because of all our our wonderful donors because we're a nonprofit, the only thing we can do is from donations right. so they've allowed us to create this amazing facility for the animals. Yeah. So we have more cats here than anything else. I saw that coming in. I was looking at the percentages and I was yeah. surprised to see 41% cats. I think, I think that's changed also in the last 20, 30 years that used to be more dogs than cats, right? Well, I think it was pretty equal then, but you know, now um, since cats are killed in shelters two to one to dogs, yeah, it's much more important for us to have more cats. So we usually have around 600 cats. Wow. The most that I know that it's been is over 900, which is, um, was we had taken over a hoarding situation, which was very bad and brought them all here. But we comfortably can house 600. Wow. Um, That's a and lot. It's cats with all kinds of issues. You know, we have different buildings for different medical mm-hmm. or behavioral issues. So, yeah. but ideally, you know, the sanctuary should be a home between homes. Right. It shouldn't be a permanent place for them. It, it should be a place where they can come, they can uh, breathing space, they can get healed, and they can move on to homes. Yeah. So for people who can't take the time off or can't get here for whatever reason, and, um, you know, and volunteer or adopt and that kind of thing or just come hang out. How can they help? How can they help you guys? People can help in so many ways. Um, I'd suggest you go to our website, bestfriends.org. And there's a whole section on the website of how you can help. So lots of different things. We have national volunteers. So you can help and volunteer wherever you live in your area of expertise and help the animals. Um, you can, of course, donate. That's how we exist. And really important, you can always foster for your local shelters because every shelter needs help. And even we here, we have 1,600 animals here, and we still need foster homes here because a home environment is just so much better for any animal than a shelter. So that's a really great thing you can do. And some organizations will let you take home a cat for overnight or a weekend. It doesn't have to be a huge long-term commitment, um, but it really is making a difference in the lives of those animals. Yeah. And and if you are able to get out here and stay at the roadhouse or the cabins or one of the areas, you can also 
take one of the dogs or cats from best friends sometimes with you into your hotel room and give them a little break. If you're, if you're not traveling with your own animal, we're traveling with Pico, of course. So it would not be appropriate to, <laughs> to bring one of the cats from the sanctuary. But if for some reason we weren't, we would absolutely be doing that. <laughs> and we started doing those overnights years ago because we had dogs that we were adopting out and they behaved one way at, in here at the sanctuary and they'd be in a home environment and be totally different. Yeah. And it, some were positive and some were negative. It went both ways. Yeah. So we started doing an overnight thing where you could take one of the sanctuary dogs home and the next day you write a report. How did it do in the home? Was nice. the house broken? What did he do? How did he behave? And a sidelight of that was that the dogs started getting adopted. And that wasn't why we started it. Oh. It was actually to see the behavior and to learn more about uh -huh, them. Uh-huh. So this went on and more and more dogs were being adopted. So Cat World said, well, why don't we do that with cats? And mm -hmm. some people said, oh, God, no, cats hate being <laughs> changed in their environment. They're place-centric. They'd hate it. But they started doing it with a few of the really super friendly cats. Yeah. And the cats loved it. It was just great. And so more of the cats started being adopted from, you know, once you sleep with an animal, it's hard to give them up. Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> I won't touch that straight line there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's lots of ways to help. Go to the website, check it out. If you can, get here get here before you can't because it should be on your bucket list to come to this amazing amazing place thank you for taking time out and spending time with us today and and talking to our audience we really appreciate it it's my pleasure molly and i so admire all the work that you do to oh. help the animals it's a real pleasure yeah we all do our little piece of pie that we can right absolutely <laughs> all right thank you you can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air in the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.